This is a horror podcast. It exists to provoke and alarm and unnerve. None of us will judge you if you turn away. But if you wish to proceed, it's your choice. Yours and yours alone. There is no God. Love is impossible. There's no escape from a cold and caring universe. Love is a lie. God is your enemy. Down below the reservoir. So want to stop, but we have to keep going. Episode 30, Soundless Walk the Fallow Men. In the fire, a log cracks, spits up sparks and settles against the grate. On the rough rug we sit, faces upturned, warmed by fire, flames reflecting in our eager eyes. We sit and listen, and she starts the story. Her voice is no louder than a whisper, and we inch close to catch her words. Listening, light seems to leave this place. Fire's red glow reddens into dark until there is just warmth. The roughness on our knees and her voice. Soundless. Her voice. Soundless, the hate that drifts in the night. Soundless, the emptiness between the tolling bells. Hide under the sheets and hope not to dream. They walk inside the edges of your sleep. Faces smudged like fingers dragged through ink. Eyes and mouths like creases in cloth. Velvet cradling yellow teeth. Pointed shouldered things hooked with grey and yellow rags. Sheet things, cloth things blowing in the breeze, showing ribs and nothing else. Eleven times eleven ring the bells, warning against the fallow men. From whence did they come? When did they first begin to drift in moonlight? Offer them your crying milk. Pray and hope they pass you by. In long rows drift by moonlight full, flowing down streets and roads, across fox-green trackless bogs, through faceless hill gaps, stopping to dip nine knuckled fingers in glasses, cups and saucers, left on every garden wall, on bus shelter seats, on the plinths of newly opened graves. Dipping to drink the tear-filled milk that softly warms inside. They live to taste our tears in milk. The sweetest, rarest tears. The salt-sweet tears of full-grown men. The milk is ready. On the table it sits, smug and ugly in its blandness, almost living under warm yellow light, sweating sticky perspiration. Surrounding it sits the family, the silent, brooding mass of father, the twitching, faded nervousness of mother, the two children unsettled, eyes wide and bright, painfully conscious of adult things, 
petrified by silence hanging cobweb-like. And the distant tolling of bells leaks through walls, defining this space with echoing hollowness. Long have the family waited for father to speak, but when his rough voice breaks, the suddenness scares them so that they cannot decode his words. Teresa, I can't cry. Her chinless face wobbles, soundlessly her mouth works. Eyes unmoving scrutinise the void, his voice is flat, unfeeling. Nothing's coming. I can feel the sorrow, Teresa, here in me chest. But I can't cry. Listlessly hands open and close upon the tabletop. I can't cry. Shrill words slip between her lips, neck wattles quiver. Martin, you have to cry. Urgent obviousness heightens pitch, her pin eyes dart, bird-like. He looks at her. The children look at each other. She looks at them all. They all look at the milk. The thought strikes her bodily, snaps her face up and around she shakes as words come through her. Think of your your father, Martin. You never got to say goodbye. T- to apologise. To make peace. I'm trying. He hated you at the end. He hated you, Martin. Lines of sweat smart his temples, dripping cold in eyebrows. I know, Teresa. I can see his face. His dying face. His anger. But it's... Oh, Christ, it's no use. Face leached of colour. His mouth slack. Useless. Even his eyes seem bleached. It's no use. Dull, lead drops of certainty. Mournful bells underline the silence, mocking their beating hearts. Kids. And her thin hands clasp their shoulders, steering them relentlessly towards the gloomy mass of father. Come on. Help, help your father cry. The youngest quavers, upset, turning his face in the folds of her dress. Desperate cruelty is in her voice, her fingers like ice picks. Tell him you hate him. Each word is a shove. Tell your father you can't stand him. The eldest steps forward, eyes red, twining his fingers into pale, painful knots. He exhales a ragged... Uh. Tell him. Father watches with bleached sorrow eyes. It's all right, son. He pulls white, flabby flesh into a skeletal grin. Just do your best, Tommy. That's all you can do. For a second, Tommy's lips chew upon air. His voice, when it comes, is thin and hesitant. I... I... Father nods. So slowly nods. I hate you, Daddy. And he bunches his hands into fists. I hate you. Father closes his eyes. Good boy, Tommy. Don't stop. Painful words twist the child's face. I think you're, you're an awful man and I hate you and I don't like you and, and, and I, I hope you die screaming, Daddy. I hope you die. I hope you die screaming. His voice tumbles to a gasping halt, scuppered by hyperventilation. Heart thumping, cheeks flushed crimson, lip purple, quivering as if all strength has left him. Good boy. Good boy, you tried your hardest, I know. Thank you, son. Bells through the evening air as they stare at father's face, willing the wet bud of tear to appear, silently beckoning that gleam of painful grief. 
but there are no tears. There are no tears. Heavy stink of failure hangs in the air, pressing them down, sloping shoulders, emptying lungs in exasperated sighs. Father cradles his head. Nothing works. Nothing makes me cry. The youngest child chokes on this atmosphere thick. Mommy! His face knotted in grief. Great shimmering gobbets of salt water swell for a second sparkle before tumbling in lick marks down his cheeks. Tommy turns to mother, his face the roseate glory of inspiration. Barry! He cries, eagerly pointing. We can use Barry's tears! Before she can restrain him, Tommy grabs his younger brother, clamping a hand across his mouth. With his other hand, he grabs the glass of milk, pressing it hard against his brother's cheekbone, splashing the sour fluid in his eyes. Barry is pulled to the ground. Tommy kneels hard upon his hand. Cry, Barry, cry! Screams Tommy, crying hot tears of his own, gulping against the hysteria rising within him. Father looks upon the spectacle with glum apathy unmoved even as mother yelps and sprints around the table. She grabs Tommy by the shoulders, but she cannot pull them apart. Tommy, stop. His tears are no use. They only want your father's tears. Please, stop, Tommy. Gasping, choking on his tears, Tommy stops. He lets go of Barry. The glass, chipped, almost empty of milk, is taken from him. Barry is bawling in mother's arms now, rubbing the bloody scrapes that nails and broken glass have left behind. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Silence, save for the tolling of the bells. Save for the scrape of a chair. Father stands up. All eyes turn upon him. Teresa! She hears the renewed vigour in his voice. Martin? Slap me, Teresa. Hard. Slap me in the face, Teresa. No, Martin. In two strides, he is beside her. Fucking slap me, Teresa! Grabbing her unresisting wrist, he strikes himself across the face. Slap me, Teresa! She pulls herself from his grip and, eyes darting, delivers a stinging slap to his broad face, yelping as the hand connects. (laughs) His eyes are bright. Harder! The children squirm under the table. Again, the slap lands, but before the sound fades, Father is already screaming. Fucking harder! The slap knocks his jaws apart, wrenches his neck up and to the side, and it is not nearly enough. Desperately, his eyes roam the room. There is fire now, burning away apathy, the resignation, and he sees it. The cupboard. The drawers in the cupboard. Crush my fingers in the drawer! She shakes her head, shaking it, knowing she'll do it. Martin, no! Teresa, do it! He wrenches the drawer out with clattering cutlery thunder. Three fingers are placed on the wooden lip of the drawer. He looks at her. He nods, ready. She holds the handle. She looks away. And with all the might she can muster, she drives the drawer home. Wood bites fingers and he is forced to his knees by the pain. But no tears come. Biting his tongue, dragging breaths down, hot seconds pass before he gasps. Oh, harder! Teresa, harder for Christ's sake! Kick it closed on me fingers! The children are screaming. No, Mammy! No, Daddy, no, no! Mammy! Mammy! Long and high-pitched wails that Father must fight against to be heard. Kick it, woman! 
Awkwardly, she raises her foot. I love you, Martin. And kicks the door closed. <laughs> Again! <laughs> Again! This time, she keeps her foot upon the drawer, keeps the pressure constant, forcing the wood to meet and trap the meat between. And then, soft but unmistakable, he screams. More piercingly, more prolonged than before, she freezes, the children stunned into silence. Each bell tolls a shallow breath. And then... Teresa! His bloodied hand still trapped in the drawer. I can feel it. Look. Look at tear. Quickly, woman, the glass. The glass! She scrambles with a sharp-edged glass, holding it to his pale cheek. The tear trickles down until finally... Finally, it melts soundlessly in milk. And then the real tears roll down his cheeks. With such overwhelming relief, the father sobs... (laughs) We're safe. We're safe. Safe. The absence of bells rings louder than any sound. Tears have been shed in time. They are here. The fallow men have come. Quickly. And father wipes away unneeded tears with his one good hand. Get that glass on the fence post quickly. She nods, smiles, trips over the children emerging from beneath the table. They look at the pathetic thing. A pet squashed beneath wheels, a child face down in a bath, an elderly relative sprawling at the foot of the stairs. And there are no shouts, no hateful looks, no bitter recriminations, no time for any of that. Just an overwhelming burst of love as the knowledge of fast approaching doom assails them. Just love for the time left to them. They hug, they smile, they kiss. Martin and Teresa, Barry and Tommy. They kiss goodbye. And the fallow men come through the walls. And the fallow men take them all away. Up into the dreaming hills where no one goes. To the white trees there and the reservoir and the eyes chalked hard on stone. Bound they are to hang there like acorns of meat, trust and bulging, rubbing from rope burn, weeping. Such awful, endless weeping. Packets of white flesh pink against the chafing red of rope, arms and feet a tangled knot, bellies and ribs and necks a stretched white smoothness blue with veins, shoulders and knees and elbows and ankles protrude. The delicate blue-white tenderness of newborn baby heads. So many rows of them, hanging from white and leafless branches, watching each other suffer, there to watch each other weep, to fill the reservoir again and again. And they turn so softly in the warm breeze, waiting and wishing and weeping for the death that will never come. (laughs) Story over She sits there In the old chair by the fire Laughing and laughing Our grandmother 
that terrible woman. And at that moment, the bells begin, tolling eleven times eleven. Slowly, she gets up, shooing us off the rug and out the back door. Run home, she says. Run home and make your father cry. (laughs) Grey shapes glide under the full moon. Fallow men have loosed themselves upon the town. All the men we pass are crying into milk. I reach out my hand for my little brother. Come on, Barry, I say. Come and Tommy, my brother squeaks. We hold hands and we run home. We run home. And down below the reservoir, something stirs. Down Below the Reservoir is written by Graeme Tugwell and performed by Sarah Maria Griffin, Dave Rudden, Deirdre Sullivan and Graeme Tugwell. This podcast is recorded and sound designed at Displace Studios Dublin and produced by Rebecca Gimblet. Down Below the Reservoir is a work of fiction and any resemblance to places or people living or dead is purely coincidental. A new episode of Down Below the Reservoir is available every two weeks through iTunes, Stitcher and Google Play and at downbelowthereservoir.com where you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter and our Patreon crowdfunding campaign. Only through your support and donations is Down Below the Reservoir made possible. Join us. And remember, everyone drinks the water here.